welcome to episode 23 of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today, before I start, I have more exciting news. Everything Under the Sun is now going to be a beautiful book published by Ladybird Books. The book is going to be called Everything Under the Sun, A Year of Curious Questions, and it's going to be filled with all of your questions, 365 of them, one for each day of the year. It's coming out next Christmas and I'm busy writing it now, so please send in all of your wonderful questions because then, not only will I answer them on the podcast, you'll get to see your question in a real-life wonderful book filled with questions, answers and fantastic drawings. It will be a great present for all your friends and family and I hope it will be a book that you love. So if you have a question you'd like to be in the book, please do ask an adult to help you record it on their smartphone and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Secondly, as I mentioned last week, Everything Under the Sun is nominated for Best Family Podcast in the British Podcast Awards. The award ceremony is in a few weeks' time and it will be lovely to win. Thanks so much to everyone for listening, subscribing and telling all your friends to help the show spread far and wide. There is a Listener's Choice Award where you can vote for Everything Under the Sun if you'd like to. Just go to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote and type in Everything Under the Sun and it'll come up. Voting closes in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much, everyone. Right, on with the show. This week we're talking about the ocean, things in it, stuff on it, and creatures that swim in it. As usual, I have three questions. Our first question comes from Molly. Over to Molly. Hi, my name is Molly. I live in Kansas City. I am six years old and I like lions. My question is how much water is in all the oceans? Hi Molly, thanks for sending in your great question. Well, 97% of all the water on Earth is in our oceans. About 2% is frozen in glaciers and ice caps. And less than 1% of water on Earth is fresh water. So think of all the lakes and rivers you've ever seen. And imagine that's only 1% of the world's water. A tiny fraction is water vapour in our atmosphere, so floating in clouds, and a tiny, tiny amount in rain and puddles. So the rest, 97% of all the water on Earth, is in our oceans. But how much water makes up this 97%? Well, according to the US Geological Survey, there are 321,3271 cubic miles of water on the planet in the oceans. A cubic mile is the volume of a cube measuring one mile on each side. That is a lot of water in the oceans, but of course this is salty water so it's not drinkable, but it's good for swimming in and good for fish and boats. In litres, the amount of water in the ocean works out as about 1,260 million trillion litres of water. That is a lot of water. The deepest and largest ocean is the Pacific. It could fit Europe in it 20 times and the United States of America 15 times. It's so enormous. There is much more ocean on Earth than there is Earth. The oceans cover more than 70% of the Earth's surface, which is why from space our planet looks blue. And it's why the science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke once said, how inappropriate to call this planet Earth when clearly it is ocean. He thought we should call our planet ocean instead of Earth. 
because there's so much water on it. I hope that answers your question, Molly. Our next question is about something that once sailed upon the Atlantic Ocean, but is now at the bottom of it. And the question comes from Cooper. Over to Cooper. Hi, my name is Cooper and I am six years old and I live in Shetland and I like Titanic. And my question is how violent did Titanic shake when it hit the iceberg? Hi Cooper, what a great question. Well, to answer it for you, I've got Phil Corley, a crew member from Titanic Belfast. Titanic Belfast is a brilliant place where you can go to find out all about Titanic, the enormous ship which was built in Harland and Wolf shipyard in the city of Belfast. In case you didn't know, the idea of this huge ship Titanic's voyage was for the passengers on board to have a wonderful time sailing to New York. Some people paid around £35,000 in today's money for the best rooms on board. But, of course, Titanic sunk after only four days at sea when it hit an iceberg. To answer Cooper's question, let's go over to Phil at Titanic Belfast. Hello, my name is Phil Colley and I am a crew member here at Titanic Belfast. Titanic was sailing at approximately 23 knots when she struck the iceberg. Some passengers on board didn't hear a thing, while some sleeping in their beds would have felt a slight shudder. Thanks, Phil. Well, isn't that amazing that some passengers didn't even hear when the boat hit the iceberg and others just felt a slight shudder? When you think that the entire boat then sunk and disappeared to the bottom of the ocean, that's quite amazing. Titanic Belfast sent me some more facts about Titanic and here are my favourite ones. Titanic was long enough to span three tempestuous Atlantic Ocean wave crests and it had three wheels for steering. On board there was a gym, a pool, a Turkish bath, a kennel for first-class dogs and a squash court. The staircase on the ship was inspired by one at Belfast City Hall which you can go and visit if you'd like to. They had to pack a lot of food and drink for all the guests on board Titanic including 40,000 eggs and 15,000 bottles of ale. Of course, Titanic sunk and is now 370 miles off the coast of Newfoundland, nearly two and a half miles or 4,000 metres below the sea level overlooking a small canyon below. There's not much light down there and there's not much life. But in 1986, a little robot called Jason Jr, or JJ, was sent into the ship to explore and it recorded film. So you can have a look online and see what footage Jason Jr. recorded on board Titanic under the sea. I wrote about this in my first book, Secret Museum. You can see film of Titanic and find out lots more about it at Titanic Belfast. I hope that answers your question, Cooper. If you have a question you would like answered on the show or in the book, Everything Under the Sun, all you have to do is ask an adult to record you asking it and ask them to send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Our next question comes from Lara, and it's about a creature that swims in the ocean. Over to Lara. Hi, my name is Lara. I'm eight years old. I have a question. What's the deadliest shark and why? Hi, Lara. That's such a great question. To answer it, I have James McLean, who is a fish curator at the Natural History Museum in London. 
He's been on everything under the sun a few times and he knows all about sharks. James is currently sailing on a boat on a fish research trip for the museum around one of the most remote islands in the world, St. Helena. Very few people have been there and no one lived there until the 1500s, so James is looking around to see what fish they have in this remote part of the ocean. Over to James on the boat. Hi Laura, that's a great question, thanks for that. My name's James and I work at the Natural History Museum in London and we have lots of sharks and other fish stored there and it's my job to look after them and show them to people. I also get to go out and collect new fish specimens sometimes and I'm currently recording this from a boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean so you might hear some funny noises in the background. There's been a lot of debate about the most dangerous shark and the answer is that it's probably the great white shark as more attacks have been recorded by that species than any other. White sharks are interesting though because it's thought that they are not trying to eat people, they just want to know what they are. And because they don't have hands like us, the only way that they can investigate something is by biting it, and just one bite can be very bad from a six metre long shark weighing over a tonne. They normally eat marine mammals like seals, so humans are quite strange to them. There are two other kinds of shark that I definitely would want to get in the water with, and that's the tiger shark and the bull shark. Tiger sharks are sometimes known as the dustbin of the sea because they will happily eat almost anything, and they are nearly as big as white sharks. Bull sharks are smaller, but even more scary because they come very close to shore and even go into fresh water like lakes and rivers where they are much more likely to come into contact with people. It's worth remembering though that more people get killed by horses, hippos, dogs, bees and many other kinds of animals than sharks. And on average only 5 people die from shark attacks each year. And sadly we are much, much more dangerous to them and millions of sharks are killed every year by humans. I hope that answers your question Laura. Bye! Thanks so much, James, for your brilliant answer. Remember, in an average year in New York, there are around 16,000 cases of people biting another person. So suddenly, compared to humans, sharks don't seem so bad after all. One fun fact about sharks is that shark skin feels like sandpaper if you touch it. It's got tiny teeth-like structures in it called dermal denticles that point towards the tail to help its body move easily through the water when the shark swims. I hope that answers your question, Lara. Last week, I asked you to send in your impressions of a hungry dinosaur or a chance to win a goodie bag of dinosaur presents from the Natural History Museum. Here are our favourite entries. Hello, my name is William. I am four. I live in England and this is my hungry dinosaur impression. And this is Wilbur's impression of a very hungry dinosaur. Thanks, Molly. Bye. Hello. My name is Tom. I am seven. I love playing football. And this is my hungry dinosaur impression. This is Finn's impression of a very hungry dinosaur. Thanks, Molly. Bye. I couldn't decide, so I picked a name out of a dinosaur-shaped hat. And the winner is... Tom. I hope you'll share some of your prize with your brother, William. Thanks, everyone, for sending in your impressions. Finn and Wilbur, I'll answer your lovely questions soon on the show. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. 
A huge thank you to Phil Corley at the Titanic Belfast for telling us about the moment Titanic hit the iceberg, and to James McLean from the Natural History Museum for sharing his knowledge about sharks. Of course, a big thank you to this week's children, Lara, Cooper and Molly, for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and audio networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. I'll be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Do send in your questions. There's info about how to do that on the show's website, everythingunderthesun.co.uk. And remember, now your questions will also be in a book, which is really exciting. So keep sending them in. If you'd like to vote for Everything Under the Sun in the Listener's Choice Award in the British Podcast Awards, it's free to take part. Just go to britishpodcastawards.com slash vote and type in the first few letters of Everything Under the Sun and it'll come up. If you like the show, please do rate it, review it and subscribe and tell all your friends to do the same. Every lovely review really does help. Thank you so much. Have a lovely week and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>